Hi, everyone, and welcome to Dr. Caxton's podcast, Timeless Truths in Medicine. Uh, Dr. Caxton, how are you? And, uh, and you're ready to give us some more news on COVID, the, the, the feedback of uh, what we're talking about so far. People just really want to know what the heck's going on. Yes. So today, one of the things I want to share, thanks, Neil, uh, is the strategic way of thinking, the patterns of what is going on. And at the end of the day, you know, in artificial intelligence, they don't have all the facts. Artificial intelligence is used to evaluate the possibility of something existing. And most of the times using AI, you can say, this is what's going to happen next. And you can figure out where things are coming from. If you have evidence in front of you using artificial intelligence, you can go back and say, this is what must have happened before we got to this point. Artificial intelligence, however, is not as smart. They can be programmed to be smarter, but they're not innately as smart as human beings. In other words, we as human beings can look at the evidence before it's programmed into a computer and arrive at the same thing that the computer is arriving at. In this case, the patterns of what's been happening with COVID-19, as far as treatments are concerned, give me this impression, and it's a logical sequential conclusion that a bunch of people got together, whatever their caliber in society, and what they decided is, we are going to make money off of this pandemic and heaven help who wants to ever stand in our way. Why do I say that? A couple of weeks ago, actually on November 21st, there was an EUA um, given out, another one in October, given out to these drug companies. Now, when you look at what these drugs are supposed to be doing and the cost of those drugs, they're called monoclonal antibodies. Bavlanimumab is the one from Eli Lilly, and it's an IV drug. You know, these drugs usually cost a lot of money. Wow. They started at $309. Wow. And then it went to $1,295 per pop. That's Bavlanimumab. And you'll see where I'm going here. Second is the, another EUA issued by the FDA on November 21st for not one drug now. Remember when they say something MAB, something MAB that ends in MAB, it means a monoclonal antibody. It means it's an expensive single shot or multiple shot drug. So on the November 21st, just before Thanksgiving, FDA issued another EUA for Regeneron for two drugs. Now think, they've got, they say you've got to give these two drugs together. So the first company is making money off of one drug. This other company says, our drugs are fantastic. You have got to give it together. And that drug is Casirimivab and Imdevimab. Mm. Each of them has to be given together and it's an IV also. So you're looking at each one of them probably costing about a thousand, two, a thousand, three, and you got to give two of them. Now, remember in May, they knocked out hydroxychloroquine. They tried to destroy it. And many of us were still prescribing it when the professor decided, Professor Mera, to write that article. And it looked like they had paid him to write that article and someone was behind it. Even if it wasn't, it looked like that anyway. So Right now, everybody feels that hydroxychloroquine has been taken out of the picture. Right. But Neil, I'm telling you, a lot of people in El Paso, all over the southwest and Texas area 
are sending people over the border to go buy hydroxychloroquine for them to use as they take care of patients inside Texas. Oh, that's strange. Me. That's a reality. That's terrible. That's terrible. And oh. do you think that something will change politically after all this has changed? Like I don't know. Change in the guard? Yeah. You know, we're doing a lot of work here. We're trying to explain things to people. We're saying, look at the evidence that Fauci has come up with. And inside those same papers that Dr. Fauci is saying, they show that hydroxychloroquine doesn't work. Those same papers are actually telling us that they are lying to us when you look at the actual paper. So now we have got the mRNA viruses right? Now we have an mRNA vaccine, and most people don't have any idea what that means, Neil. So they've, they've approved one vaccine in England called the CHAD OX1, NCOV-19. That's the one by the Oxford Vaccine Group. And then there's the Moderna vaccine here in the USA. And then Pfizer has joined up with uh, Germany to make one BioNTech vaccine. Let me tell you the difference. You see, when the vaccine is given to you, a regular vaccine made up of DNA and a lot of stuff, the vaccine enters into your body. It doesn't go inside your cells. So as soon as your body surveillance, the natural immunity you have, as soon as that vaccine is given to you of either the virus or the killed virus or the partially killed virus, your body says, hey, we've got the virus here. Let's attack it. So they attack. So the next time you get an exposure to the disease, now the virus, the, the, your immune system is primed to attack the virus or virus yeah. products. But with the mRNA virus, here's the danger. It doesn't expose itself outside your cells to your natural killer cells or your natural immunity, it bypasses them, goes inside your cell. As a matter of fact, you know, the body is described as sacred in a sense that God made it. When this mRNA, what it does is it has to go inside your own cells. Remember with the other type than typical vaccines, the, the, the proteins that are injected into you or the products of the virus that are injected into you do not enter into your cell. Okay. All the drama happens outside your cells. Your genes are not involved. Nothing happens. Your body just produces the proteins and fights it with your natural cells, your natural killer cells, T lymphocytes and all that. But with the mRNA, it will go inside your cell. That's how it's going to start its work. And then activate your own genetic mechanism for making your own proteins to make the virus protein. Strange. It's not supposed to be inside your cell, but that's the mRNA technology. So when this mRNA, the RNA from the virus enters your cell, they have coded, genetically manipulated and created an mRNA for the COVID spike protein, the ones you see on the corona, that's called the corona, those are the spikes. So what they've done is manufactured a protein and that the mRNA is not even, it's not the protein, it's the genetic controller of the virus that is now going to go into your own genetic 
controller and start using your own cells inside the cell, not outside the cell, to make the spike protein. So when it's done making the spike protein, you know, nature, when we tamper with nature, we always suffer. The question is, what happens to the rest of your cells once they start making the virus spike protein? Will they stop when they reach a certain number or concentration? Or will they just keep on manufacturing the proteins till the spike proteins inside your cell kill your entire cell? If that happens to an entire person, your entire genetic manufacturing process on your ribosomes, those things inside your cell that make you well, that make all your proteins, that make all your enzymes, basically what makes you you is what the virus components, genetic material is going to be using to make itself. So is there going to be competition between the virus making the spike protein and you making your own normal proteins that you need to heal to make enzymes and all those things? It's not clear. And number one, that's number one. Number two, Neil, before a virus, it becomes a vaccine, it's killed somehow. The mRNA cannot be killed. It's very fragile, but it's not about killing it. It's about what happens when it enters into your cell and takes over manufacturing of proteins. What can wow. happen? To oh, goodness. You? Yeah. So and these guys, not only that, you know, Neil, you can ask me questions you want to ask at this point, but it's insane that there is not one symbol. When we were talking about hydroxychloroquine and many of us are still using it and prescribing it and patients are getting better. These new drugs that I showed you mentioned earlier with the MAB ending, MAB, 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 they said they are for early use. In other words, before people get so sick that they need to be in the hospital. Remember, that's the job of hydroxychloroquine. And they've not brought in $1,000 a pop drugs to displace hydroxychloroquine because thinking, big, it's because now it, we've silenced it, everything. It makes money, makes more money. It's like the vaccine is going to make so much money and controlling the world exactly. and, and allowing big, big businesses to make tons of money that can save online while small businesses die, big businesses, and you could play yeah. the, the market and then you have it. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> Wow. All right. So another yes. unbelievable yes. episode. Great information. People have to look out. Keep calling their politicians. Get HCQ available in every emergency room, hospital, doctor's office, and pick up your book. And where can we pick up your book at? Yes. The HCQ debate is on Amazon.com. Like we had mentioned earlier, it's full of evidence, scientific evidence, not contradictory evidence, but evidence that actually shows what hydroxychloroquine does and the lies that are being told with the same research material. Nothing new in the book, except for people to open up their eyes. And Neil, to be honest with you, I blame us doctors because we're too busy. You know, if we could ever take the time, slow down and research and read up on these things and not jump to conclusions, we will not have this money-making frenzy. You know, somebody in England said in the Independent Magazine, I'll quote this to you, and I'll leave it to you to see how we end this today. When it comes to the United States and its private healthcare system, pharmaceutical companies have a long and sordid history of putting profits 
before people and human lives. That's a shame. Isn't That's it? terrible. It's terrible. All right. Well, appreciate it. This was such a great podcast. Episode two of Dr. Caxon's podcast, Timeless Truths and Medicine. Pick up the book and we will talk again next week. Thanks again. Thank you.